This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody, into a new edition of Spits and Suds off-season as the regular season nears just a, wow, amazing, just about 70 days away. I'm Gavin Spittle of 105.3 The Fan, and I'm joined by EP Rinkside, Shapshot, D Magazine, and his book, which is out, called We Win Here, which talks about the Texas Stars and the Dallas Stars. It's Sean Shapiro enjoying the summer. How are you, Sean? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. It's, uh, I'm going to go, uh... Some of the few weeks in August where I actually get to watch live hockey, actually. Nice. Doing, uh, this week down in, uh, there's been the World Junior Summer Showcase this week has been taking place here in uh, Plymouth, Michigan. And the uh, uh, been watching some USA versus Finland, USA versus Sweden. It's been actually a chance to watch some live hockey in, in August. So it's a nice kind of uh, wetting the appetite, but not uh, too far into the uh to the weeds yet so sean shapiro's garment when he goes close to a rink during the summer walk in with shorts but or walk in with pants and carry a jacket so i made the mistake so day one of the uh showcase i made the mistake of uh, i had taken my uh i have like a sweatshirt slash cardigan type thing whatever you want to call it like it's it's, it's like a, it's a sweatshirt it's like a, but it's a slightly nicer sweatshirt that i typically keep in the car for when i go to the rink or go to practice or whatever it's just something that's like all right this is don't need this until i go into an ice rink and i had made the mistake of cleaning the car a couple weeks earlier and like oh well i could take this out of here i don't need this and then so i went in, so i went to the rink uh last friday and uh I walked in and I'm like cold and I'm like ah, I love my my sweatshirt thing and uh it was uh, unfortunately at my house so it is wow. now back in the uh but this time of year like uh, today there'll be a game at one o'clock and four o'clock today it's a full day over at the rink which is great and it's fun and everything but so I'll 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 be I'll be wearing I'll be wearing pants I've got uh I'll be wearing pants I'll make sure I have the the something warmer for up top as well and uh I'll make sure I'm, I'm I'm ready. It's the the summer ones that always throw you off. Um, it's it's the but you know what? It's it's one of those things you get used to. I think um, you get used to the adjustment more so when you cover hockey in Texas because like people who when you cover hockey in uh, in the northern United States and in Canada, everything a lot of the times for most of the year, your temperature is the same inside and outside. You're just like, okay, whatever, whatever is working outside is going to work inside. But in, uh, as you know, in Dallas, there'll be 
pretty nice days where you can still pr- pretty nice pretty nice days in what's supposedly winter sometimes so it's i think uh time spent in texas preps you for being able to like yeah i'm gonna make sure i have that uh yeah extra sweatshirt in the car or or, or make sure i wear some uh, slightly warmer socks today so <laughs> now i understand i will hear back from stars fans on this and maybe it's just my body temperature but Having traveled around rinks in the NHL so far, by far, the AAC is the coldest rink that I have been to. Is there one colder, John? Um, that's a good question. And I've been to Tampa, um, I've been to Florida, and for those that want, you know, I don't think it affects the ice surface, you know, any different. Vegas yeah. was a great temperature. I mean, but for some reason, yeah. and maybe it's because I, you know, where I sit is, you know, a, below a blower but yeah, i mean um i bundle up when i go to the aac yeah dallas is, i mean it's aac is pretty cold it is um and thank you for saying that because i was questioning yeah, yeah, my yeah. manhood yeah no it's uh it's funny like you know you know the way you can tell a rink is cold actually for me i don't know how everyone else can but for me it's not as much like in my uh like I tend to like, I don't, it's not as much where my upper body will feel, will feel cold and stuff like that, where I can like, for me, the, almost like the external thermometer for my body feeling cold is my, is actually um, my fingernails. So like, if I, it's, it's, it's kind of, and I don't know if that's just me being weird, but like, if I'm in a rink and it's cold, I'll start to feel Mm -hmm. like the tips of my fingers will feel cold. And that's incredibly uncomfortable for me. And so that is when I am, uh, I know the rest of my body is cold, but so sometimes it'll sneak up on you where it's like, ah, my, you start like your hands are getting cold and everything like that. Like the rest of the body is a little bit feeling cold is cold, but it's not annoying. It's when your fingertips start to feel cold that you're like, this is, this is, this is annoying. So. (laughs) And Sean Shapiro has another social media handle and whatever Uh, Sean, whatever, and you don't have to expound upon it too much, Uh, but but all right. So you can say whatever you want. Here's my explanation without talking to you about it. Spits and suds has become so large that Sean needed another <laughs> social media account <laughs> because of all the feedback he's been receiving about this fine hockey program. Clearly the, the, yes, that's exactly why yes. I opened a, a, a blue sky account or whatever yes. it is. Now I'm, I, I'm just, Gavin, I just hope we get this all figured out by, I, I just want the social media stuff to be like, kind of figured out by october 5th 6th like i know it won't be because it's the way we the world is but like i just it's one thing and i know it's like you gotta you got there's there's twitter is changing or x or whatever they call it now and the uh and and, and then there's there's uh threads that were started and blue sky and all and, and for me like it's like it's it's like this is like first world problems like defined almost like it's exhausting to be like okay how do i use this what which actually matters which one do people actually want to go to it's very uh like i just it's easy right now when you write something or i'll post this podcast uh, i'll post a link to the podcast on all of them and that's easy because it's like a just a one-off and hey you're sharing it with people but like when you're watching a game and something like jumps into mind you know like you'll be like oh hey this guy's playing well i want to tweet about it like i'm not going to open up three apps and tweet about i'm not going to open up three apps to do that like i don't need that i'm not going to do that so i just i 
I'm really, I don't really know which way we're going with all of this stuff. One of the great things about, about Twitter and everything with hockey was it was the spot. It was the, it was the town square, the town hall mm-hmm. for hockey connectivity. And um, I don't really know. It's a way more nuanced conversation that other people can figure out. It's just, uh, I mean, I guess it's, it's the type of thing where when this stuff opens up and in my business and my field of, it's good to have your own name as the to, to basically squat on your own name in case you need it. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No. Ab- absolutely. <laughs> Is, isn't isn't that how like Mark Cuban made a lot of money? Didn't he like squat on URLs and sell them? Isn't that something that he did early on in the internet days? Uh, I think he might have. He made his yeah. money on Broadcast.com, which was bought, and then basically nothing happened from it. I mean, it merged with another right when streaming yeah. was about to begin. Um, yeah. So he. He he hit that. I did find it amazing about the new X slash Twitter sign they put up at their headquarters and did not yeah. get proper clearance. So the yes. neighbors across the way, all of a sudden, it was like, yes. you, know, all, you know, congratulations, you now ne- live next to Caesar's Palace as yes. it's like <laughs> blinking into your room at night. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, cra- crazy times. The times they are yeah. changing. So, Hockey-wise, I thought of this question as we head into yeah. the season. I'll give you my three stars, and I'd like to hear yours. As far as, in order, Dallas stars that this upcoming season cannot be lost for a good amount of time because this team needs them. Uh, just in order, right? Yes. Basically one through three. Yes. Okay. And I, you want mine first? So you can, uh, yeah, sure. You go first. Okay. That works. My first is Miro Heishkinen because we've mm-hmm. seen a track record when Miro's out ice time is, you know, his time on ice is amazing and the defense core just isn't the same and he's their quarterback. And when the quarterback goes down, you can put replacements in, but it's just not the same. My second is Jake Ottinger. Because the way this team is aligned, you know, Scott Wedgwood has shown, unfortunately, that, you know, he can be injury prone. And we lost Wedgwood for a a large part of last season, which put a lot of pressure on Ottinger. And I feel as though he's an elite goalie in the NHL. And when you lose a goalie like that, tough to replace, especially when you don't have a marquee backup. The third I have is Jason Robertson, because I feel as though when he was out, um, the offense struggled. And, you know, I just feel as though he's a key cog in many ways as part of the offense. And obviously the numbers go away, but I also, you know, the offensive production, but he does a lot of other things and he's improving on his uh, defensive side as far as a forward. So for that, and uh, obviously, you know, he's a good room guy. So those are my top three, Heishkinen, Ottinger, Robertson. Yeah, I mean, it's to me, it's number one is Miro Heishkinen and there's not even a debate for number one. Um, to me, that is, um, he's the best player on the team. He's the star's best player. He is the best player in a position where there are depth deficiencies. And the injury in the Seattle game uh, back in, in the spring was when he left the game, we saw it, everyone else kind of who hadn't accepted how valuable he is kind of maybe saw firsthand. And um, I, I, I don't think I still think he's often we talk about like these underrated lists and everything like that that come out. And 
I truly think Miro Heiskanen is underrated even by Stars fans because of the nature of the position he plays. It's the natural, there's so many perfect things about Miro Heiskanen's game that you have just taken, you've that have, that are foundations for this team. So removing Miro Heiskanen is removing the foundation of the Stars. You, nothing can survive the removal of its foundation. That's Miro Heiskanen. Uh, for number two, I'd agree with you on your list is pretty good. I mean, number two is how the, as the stars are constructed, it's Jake Andrew because, um, well, I think Scott Wedgwood is a fine backup. We've talked about the injury history and we've talked about the goalie depth. We've, we've talked quite a bit about that actually. Um, to me with, with, with the construction of the stars and how they've gone all in on Jake Ottinger, you have to, you, you can't not his not having him around would be a big issue. Um, the third one, which is it's, 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 I mean, Jason Robertson's a fine answer and I, I don't disagree with you. Um, the third one is interesting because it's a, this is a bit of a testament to um, the star's depth. I don't, I don't think there's um and this is this is I, I truly believe this actually. I don't think there's an injury. I don't if you were to have if you were to unfortunately have an injury that um took a player out for the entire year in Dallas. I think if you randomly ran through roulette wheel and it was on any forward, I don't think any forward would cause you to losing any forward would cause you to miss the playoffs. And I'm and I'm not saying and this is and this is a testament to the depth of the roster. Would it suck if Jason Robertson was lost? Yes. Would it suck if Joe Pavelski was lost? Yes. Would it suck if Rope Hintz was lost? Uh, a uh, if it, or, or th- those are kind of the, the, that anyone from that top line. But we saw how Rope Hintz can thrive when Joe Pavelski's hurt. We've seen how this stars group just like I think the stars are incredibly de- deep at forward right now. It is truly one of the deepest forward groups in the NHL that I don't think losing a single forward while it would be frustrating and would hurt things slightly. It wouldn't be the it wouldn't rock the foundation of the team. Losing Miro Heishkin and, and losing Jake Ottinger would rock the foundation of the team. And the stars don't have anyone else in that conversation that would rock the foundation of the team. So it's it's a huge gap between one and two, and then a huge gap, and then a mat, even bigger gap between two and three for me. Um, I'm gonna go with just for to be debative because we're supposed to do that. Like I think Robertson's really good. I don't have any issue with Robertson there, but I'm gonna go with hints just for the element of um, the number one center is. And what he does in every in the elements of every other part of the game and everything like that, I think he unlocks a lot for Jason Robertson. And so I'm going to go with Rope Hints as my number three. But to be clear, as you've all heard in my thought process, I easily could have gone with Robertson at number three and talked myself into it if I had gone first. But for the sake of some debate on the podcast, I'll go with Hints at three. Okay, that's, that's very fair. That's a that's yeah. a. Tough. I don't know. I mean, Hints at three is the right answer. Robertson at three is the right answer too. So, and it's good to have yeah. those kinds of answers. Yeah, and I, and I think there's a the other key question on this too is the there's the talk of like we're talking about the here and now and within this season, right? Like there's 
if we're talking long-term projection and, and all of that stuff, right? Like Hintz is signed through 2031. Robertson's only signed through 2026. While I think Robertson will continue to be what Jason Robertson is, I have a little bit more track record of Rope Hintz showing me what he is, just a little bit. Like nothing, just Jason Robertson, one of the best Americans in the world right now. That's great. Yep. Um, Rope Hintz has a couple years more track record and a longer contract. And so maybe there's a little bit of that that comes into play when you think about this. But it's, I, I think it's it's splitting things down the middle. And at the end of the day, it goes to the the testament here to this is a really deep team. The forward group is really deep um, and it's great, but it's got two important pillars on the back end on the blue line and Miro Heshkin and Goal and Jake Ottinger that you simply cannot lose for any thoughts of success. 